one. We are everyone. And we are invisible. We convinced ourselves that they were gone. But they were just hibernating. They came for everybody. All police. Always safe. I guess we have ourselves a reckoning. What are you two talking about? Oh, nothing. Just the end of the world. What's up, Gabe Maniacs? How you doing? It's the one and only Gabe Gomez here of the Gabe Gomez Podcast. Now, what I played for you in the very beginning, the first two minutes, was actually the teaser trailer that just dropped a couple minutes ago for HBO's Watchmen. Now, for those of you who know me and know me for a long time, you all know that Watchmen is one of my favorite movies of all time. I fucking love it. Uh, That was actually the first comic books I really bought myself was the Watchmen ones. And the only reason why I got them is because the colors stood out to me. And that's why I kind of still use, to this day, I still kind of use yellow, black, and red all together so i'm not a steelers fan because fuck the steelers but those are the colors i usually use when it comes to doing my merchandise like uh like my you know like my t-shirts uh uh stuff i did uh when i was building a mask for my wrestler on wwe 2k19 i used all that all those colors and that was something that really inspired me to do, and I fucking love it. So now, HBO is dropping The Watchmen this fall. Comes out this fall. I'm super stoked. I'm super psyched. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read a little bit of the comic book, The Watchmen. I just went the other day, and uh, it was actually a couple couple weeks ago. I went and bought the actual book. Uh, I st- I don't have the comics anymore. Those end up getting ruined sometimes. Like, I end up losing those when I was moving at a point in time. So I end up just buying the straight, uh, you know, the paperback uh, trade cover. So I still got the trade. There was two that I could have chose from. Uh, I went ahead and went with the cheaper one. I mean, if I did have the money to pay $50 for the super dope gold-looking fucking black solid shit looking like a sick ass alternate cover i would have i would have bought it because like i like the other day i just bought the watchman on 4k because i have a 4k tv but then i forgot i don't have a 4k player yet so hopefully i'll be able to watch it in 4k on my 4k tv and um i'm hoping it's soon so i'm gonna get settled in right now and we're gonna go ahead and continue so just hang tight Rorschach's Journal, October 12, 1985. Dog car crass in an alley. This morning, tires tread on burst stomachs. The city is afraid of me 
I have seen its true face. The streets are extended gutters, and the gutters are full of blood. And when the drains finally scab over, all the vermin will drown. The acclimated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up about their waists, and all the whores and politicians will look up and shout, Save us! And I'll look down and whisper, No. They had a chance. All of them. They could have followed in the footsteps of a good man like my father or President Truman. These are men who believed in a day's work for a day's pay. Instead, they followed the droppings of leechers and communists and didn't realize that the trial led over precipice until it was too late. Don't tell me they didn't have a chance. Now the whole world stands on the brink, staring down into the bloody hell, all those liberals and intellectuals and smooth talkers. And all of a sudden, nobody can think of anything to say. Slept all day, awakened at 4.37, landlady complaining about smell. She has five children by five different fathers, and I am sure she cheats on welfare. Soon it will be dark. Beneath me, this awful city, it screams like an aborted, full of retarded children in New York. On a Friday night, a comedian died in New York. Somebody knows why. Down there, somebody knows. The dusk reeks of fornication and bad consequences. I believe I shall take my exercise. First visit of the evening. Fruitless. Nobody knew anything. Feels slightly depressed. The city is dying of rabies. Is the best I can do to wipe random flecks from foam from its lips. Never despair. Never surrender. I leave the human crocodiles to discuss their heroin and their child pornography. Have business elsewhere with better class of person. Meeting with Vedit left bad taste in my mouth. He is prepared and distant. Betrayal, even his own shallow liberal affections, possibly homosexual, must remember to investigate further. Despised as a bad floppy failure who sits whimpering in his basement. Why are so few of us left active, healthy, and without personality disorders? The first night owl runs an auto repair shop. The first silk specter is a bloated aging whore dying in a Californian rest resort. Captain Metropolis was decapitated in a car crash back in 74. Mothman's in an asylum up in Maine. The silhouette retired and disgrace murders six weeks later 
by a minor adversary seeking revenge. Dollar Bill got shot. Hooded Justice went missing in 55. The comedian is dead. Only two names remain on my list. Both share private quarters at Rockefeller Military Research Center. I shall go to them. I shall go and tell the instructable man that someone plans to murder him. On Friday night, a comedian died in New York. Someone threw him out the window, and when he hit the sidewalk, his head was driven into his stomach. Nobody cares. Nobody cares but me. Are they right? Is it fertile? Soon there will be war. Millions will burn. Millions will perish in sickness and misery. Why does one death matter against so many? Because there's, there's good and there's evil. And evil must be punished, even in the face of Armageddon. I shall not promise. I shall not comp- compromise in this. But there are so many deserving of retribution. And there is so little time. So let's go ahead and jump in the book, shall we? We might as well. When I first got the Watchmen um, comics, I I told you guys in the beginning, like uh, I had found them and the colors really attracted me. So I ended up buying them. And then I became like a fan ever since. And then I was psyched when 09 came around they were doing the movie. But the movie itself was taking forever to come out. Like it was actually planned to come out like early, early, early. Like I mean like almost, shoot, I want to say give or take 10 years before, this, before the, uh, the, 09, uh, the 09 film. It was just caught in like developmental hell, which we'll, we'll go over. But I want to go over the book first. So... The Watchmen book itself, well, the graphic novel, or like, or some people call it a comic, <clears throat> is one of Time Magazine's 100 best English language novels since 1923. Now, I don't know what was on top uh, before this came that was on top for like so long since 1923. You, you, you're talking years here, whatever this conglomerate was that was holding it down. But after over 2 million copies were in print and it won an Eisner Award and a Hugo Award, like, it's straight shot to the top. And it's a long book. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, this is 414 pages of just story. But it's good. And it keeps me interested and I freaking love it. Like, like some of, like, the good feedback that they had was, like, you know, uh, time set itself, like, it's a work of ruthless psychological realism. It's a landmark and a graphic novel medium. That's highly regarded to hear. You know what I mean? And then in New York Times, uh, they said it was remarkable. Uh, the would-be heroes of Watchmen have straight, you know, strategically complex psychological profiles which is true like this this book goes into things so many deep so deep this book goes into and then entertainment weekly itself said it's a master work representing an apex of artistry which is true because the art of the book itself the story the pictures 
it's fucking amazing. Like, um, like I don't mean to sound too gushy over it, but when it's something like I'm extremely passionate about, like when it comes to comic books or certain stories and, and certain movies, like, yeah, I mean, you'll see. We'll have plenty more where this comes from. And then even the guy from Lost that created Lost, uh, I think his name was Damien Lind- Lindelof? Ah, I forget, but Damien, the guy from Lost, said this was the greatest piece of popular fiction ever produced. And I stand by that. Because, let's see, you got The Watchmen, which was written by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. So, Alan Moore is perhaps the most acclaimed writer in the graphic story medium. Like, I can't stress that enough. Like, he's generated countless awards for such works as, like, V for Vendetta, which also had a movie, um, From Hell... Miracle Man and Swamp Thing. Like, he's also the mastermind behind America's Best Comics line, which he ended up having to start after he got screwed. Uh, you know, he had all his rights taken away. But with those, uh, with that, you know, he, he got some really talented illustrators, and then they came out with The League, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is also a movie. Um, Tom Strong, Tomorrow Stories, and Top Ten, just to name a few. And he also did another one. Oh, what was it called? Uh, he did one with his wife. Ah, shoot. Ah, I don't know. But this guy's done a lot, you know. He, he like, he like, he's like from Central England. So, you know, this guy, like since the early 1980s, Moore has influenced an entire generation of comic creators. And his work continues to inspire on every growing audience. Like, like let's think about this. This, this book itself came out like, I want to say 80s, maybe early 80s. But at the same time, like I picked it up when I first came up, when I first came back in like, uh, like, 2000 and, like 2002, 2003, when the first time I, I actually bought the, the three comic, uh, the three series. Like, it was one of my first series I bought when I started. I mean, I always collected comics, but when I saw this one, I was like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this, you know. And then, um, you know, his illustrator, which is Dave Gibbons, uh, he's worked on, like, comics since 1973, like, like first of like when he first started like on the underground like frenzies like he became like a frequent com- contributor to like Britain's uh, I think it was 2000 AD like illustrating Harlem Heroes um, Dan Dare and he also co-created Rogue Trooper which is also good since then like he's da- he's uh, drawn and written for most comics. Uh, like publishers on like both sides of like the Atlantic, so his work has um, like Doctor Who, Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, uh, Predator, Aliens, uh, you know, and it was like him who actually got the Hugo Award for Watchmen. The Hugo Award is mostly like you know mostly for the uh, the drawers or the colorers or the liners, whichever you want to take a look at or whichever you want to say. Um, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, he goes on, he goes on, and, like, he's, he has, a uh, he has an original, uh, well, he won the original Eisenhower Award, like, in two five, in 2005, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, his most recent works, like, because he's still in there, is, uh, Secret Service, and that's written by Mark Miller, and, uh, consultant on, like, motion books, 
from uh, the Made Fire app, which is an app. Honestly, I've never downloaded, so I don't know. But this is just just going on, uh, you know, just going on a tangent of, of how great these guys. Like, this edition of Watchmen, like, it's a groundbreaking series for Alan Moore, uh, the award-winning writer for, like I said, V for Vendetta, and Batman the Killing Joke. So if you guys are wondering, like, what other work he has, he also wrote Batman's Killing Joke, which I own that, too. Uh, a matter of fact, I even bought the movie when it came out. It was like a comic movie. It was awesome. It was a good. It was a good flick. Um, and then Dave Gibbons, like he's still like an artist of Green Lantern, uh, you know. It, but the work that he put into Watchmen itself was beautiful. Like it's high quality, like recolored pages, you know, that's found in this Watchmen book. And then he also did one. I think it was called. Uh, Watchmen, the absolute edition with like sketches like never before seen, extra bonus material, and like a new introduction by Dave Gibbons himself. So this book right here is freaking amazing. Like like I said, it's a long book. And in this long book, uh, they also have things that they touched on in the movie, which we'll go over because, you know, I want to talk about the movie too because I freaking love the movie. So you got like a... Like like I said, you have four hundred and fourteen pages. It's like it, it's up there, man. But in inside, they also have because uh, in the movie they were mentioning about the original Night Owl was writing a book, and uh, you know so they actually have excerpts from the book. Like there's a few chapters in there, uh, you know, just him introducing or how he became a Minuteman. Um, there's also like a Q and A with uh, the actual like. I would say spoiler, but if you haven't known already, like the actual killer, like they do a whole Q&A with him and he's like answering questions. Uh, like it's it's crazy. Like this whole book is like straight knowledge. Like it's just knowledge of everything. Like they have uh, paper clippings of like the originals, um, you know, all kinds of stuff, you know. And then they do, you know, they have interviews with Sally Jupiter, uh, which is the original uh you know, one of the the original um, Silk Spectre, and it just goes on and on, bro. It is it's an amazing book. Like I, I can't stress this enough, how great this book is, how awesome it was for me to buy this. But it it's up there. It's up there in titles, and then the end comes down to who's the actual killer. Ah. Oh. Uh, honestly, I was shocked. Like even just reading it as I I go along, like you know, and then. The inside the book as well. There's also the story of the uh, the pirate that they that a lot of people had brought up that they were upset about because it wasn't mentioned in the movie. But in this book, it is. So, with the book being out uh, in the early '80s and the movie coming out in '09, now the from the original clip that I played you at the very beginning, that's actually from HBO. And I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it. Now, there's been, like, some rumors going back and forth that they're actually going to uh, do the story more on the uh, Before the Watchmen series that DC put out. Um, I don't know what year that was, but I got all those, too. Like, uh, so it started off with, like, you know, each characters had their own book. So you had the Minutemen first. That came out. I think that was, like, five issues. Uh five or four issues after that you have the comedian story by itself which was like six issues then you had silk spectre the the uh, not the original but the the one after which was silk spectre uh she talks about her mother which is the original one uh she had 
four books. Then you had Dr. Manhattan, which had three. Then you had the Rorschach, uh, pretty much the Rorschach books, which had like, I want to say five. I want to say five. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong about that. And then, like, like I said, like the original killer and how it goes through. And it got even like, even with the, with the Minutemen itself, it does the Minutemen. Like it does the original Night Owl. And then it also does the new Night Owl. And then it goes um, Dollar Bill. Now, Dollar Bill is mentioned in the book in the very beginning. Like, I, actually, I read about it. Like, I read you guys to it when I had that cool-ass music in the background and stuff like that. So that's, that was only literally, I think it was two issues. Like, it was just a two-issue thing when they did this whole before the Watchmen thing. So that's what I thought was HBO's original plan to do, was they were going to use the, the before the Watchmen thing. Because, you know, now that wasn't necessarily written by Alan Moore and Gibbs, but it was good story arcs. It was a good story. And I felt like they were just trying to cash in because the movie was so huge. And I know it got a lot of bad reviews. I know it did. Like, I've looked up the reviews, and I feel like most of the reviews are right, but this one was wrong. Like, I, I don't think it got that good on Rotten Tomatoes until later on. Like, Rotten Tomatoes had gave it, like, a little one. Like, it was, like, a green tomato, which is, like, probably, like, the lowest. But later on, like, I started noticing, like, they're like, oh, no, this is actually a good movie, you know? And like, like I said, we'll talk about that in the next few minutes. But that's what I thought they were doing with the uh, new HBO special, which comes out this fall. So I'm excited for it, man. I cannot stress enough how excited I am for this. Because honestly, I've been waiting for a while. Like, I remember hearing about this, uh, maybe even, I want to say even a couple of years ago that they were they were talking about it. Like, right around the time they were putting out the Before the Watchmen, they're like, I was talking to the comic book guy, and he had kind of had like some insight uh, where I bought it, which was Four Color Fantasies. So shout out to Four Color Fantasies if you guys are listeners uh, to the Gabe Gomez podcast. If you don't remember me, I was actually dressed like the comedian and I was in the competition, which I almost won. I almost won that. Honestly, I almost won that. I, I, one of the comments, a guy said, like, I'm going to vote for you, but you need to work on your arms. I thought that was hilarious. So, yeah, Four Color Fantasies is where I got it, and I was talking to him at that point, and he had told me that they were thinking about doing a series. At that time, we didn't know who it was going to be, but it was mentioned that there would be a series. And, you know, after the, the how big the movie got and everything like that, I was excited, man. I was super excited. So now let's flash back to 2019, where we are at now, and it's coming out this fall on HBO. And like I said, I played the clip uh, in the beginning uh, for you guys, and then I did the whole story, like the whole cool-ass reading story. Like I wanted to add some music and stuff, so that was fun to do. So, you know, let's go ahead and jump into the movie. That's what we'll talk about next, because, you know, we'll talk about the movie. And then, um, like I said, I really liked the movie. The movie was like a long movie but i mean the book's long too so I, I i i didn't think that it wouldn't be good to um just talk about the book and not talk about the movie but i love the movie i fucking love the movie i love the book as well like i said i bought them my well, my first comic book series was the one i bought was the watchman Watchmen. 
one of us died tonight. Somebody knows why. Somebody knows. Harry had been working for the government. Maybe it was a political killing. Maybe someone's picking off costumed heroes. John thinks that there's going to be a nuclear war. What if that's why someone wants us out of the way? So we can't do anything to stop it. An attack on one is an attack on all of us. Watchmen are over. What do you suggest we do about it? Retribution. We can save this world. Why would I save the world? I no longer have any stake in. Do it for me. Honest to God truth, every time I hear that trailer or I see it, I want to watch the movie. That's how much I love this movie. Now, with this movie, you had Zack Zack Snyder. Now, Zack Snyder was on top in uh, 2008-2009. He was up up on top for a minute. Now, he had just came fresh off 300, which was a mind-blowing movie where... Not just myself, my friends Taylor, Matt, and the Stray Cats, we called ourselves, watched that movie literally four times in the theaters. Now, we watched it every time my buddy Taylor came back from the military because he had just been a Marine. So when he came back, we would still go watch that movie. Like, he'd come and uh, take some time off. We'd still go watch that movie because that's how big this movie was. Now, the visual effects were incredible. Everything that you know Zack Snyder did for 300 it could only get better what he's going to do with Watchmen so when he when he came in to take on Watchmen took the reins blew it completely out of water now this is where I get a lot of flack I get a lot of slack a lot of people said they did not like the movie look visually this movie is incredible acting wise this movie is awesome you know the dialogue is is terrific everything about this movie is great now i know what the big issue was was there people were talking about how they're missing a story now the story is it's about this uh this pirate guy now this pirate guy he's in this story but it's kind of like a quick little oh this is happening as well and people really liked it. Like, it got a really good following. But when he, when uh, Zach came in and decided to, to do, um, you know, The Watchmen, 
he did do that story too. Actually, he did it with Gerard Butler. So that was actually um, it didn't it didn't get to it didn't get to be on you know uh, it didn't get to come on theaters. It was like a short per se. So what he did was he did he he did hit everything you can think of in in the uh, comic book. Now all the comic book did was a thing for um you know what would the u.s look like if certain thing happened so by using this alternative timeline and applying the multiverse theory now i know what you're saying gabriel what is the multiverse theory well multiverse theory is this there is more than one Verses, okay? There's more than one superheroes. There's more than one worlds. So it's a multi multi-universe theory. Now, so quick sidebar, let's say um Batman was actually extremely dark, okay? So you had this terrorite of Batman who was just killing people, killing people, not necessarily saving people, but just killing people, letting things happen. But then on the other world, you have the Batman that we all know and love, where he's a hero, the vigilante, the one who is fighting the Joker every once in a while, got his sidekick Robin. Now, in the old, in the multiverse, that's happening at the same time. It's just pretty much the polar opposite. So even during the multi uh, the multi universe that you got, you even have some villains that are good guys, and then some good guys that are villains. That's just how the multiverse works, okay? And that's done with DC. It's done with Marvel, and as a matter of fact, it's actually done with MCU now. Cause spoiler, which let's let's get off the topic, but there's a spoiler. If you ever seen most recently the new Spider Man Far From Home trailer. There is a scene where you have Mysterio saying, oh, I'm from this planet, and I came over here to this planet. Now, that's opening the multiverse theory. Now, that is huge in comic books. That's exactly what happens in comic books. That's why you even got, you know, both sides do it. So you got a Red Hulk. You got an evil Captain America. You got a Captain America who's a, a Hydra agent. You got a Wolverine that's terrible. A Wolverine that just kills and he's a villain. Then you got, you know, it's it's crazy. So that's what the multiverse theory is. So using this multiverse theory, it's identical um, to a T. But it's in a separate America. So what that means is what they're really doing is slightly mimicking both history time periods. Now, if you go back in time uh, during this time, this is what we know. Uh, president Nixon was our president who we impeached because of this Watergate scandal. Now, let's think about this. And this is what the book, the graphic novel, The Watchmen did. Let's say that didn't happen. Let's say it didn't happen. Let's say you had Dr. Manhattan, who's one of the characters, uh, his power, the power he had helped the U.S. win the Vietnam War. And then you add the comedian, and he has suppressed all evidence of the Watergate scandal. And that allows President Nixon to be reelected and serve multiple consecutive terms, which is owing to success in ending the war dodging the Watergate um, the Watergate incident and to support to see a full repeal of the 22nd Amendment. Now, what the 22nd Amendment is, is simple. You can only serve a certain amount of terms as president. 
So what we have now is you're only supposed to assert, you're only allowed to support uh, do two terms. Now, this rule has already been broken. George Washington's done it, and even uh, I want to say Roosevelt has done it. They've had consecutive terms. Uh, George Washington's situation was different. That was our first president, and we didn't really know what we were going to do. Now, when you had Roosevelt, I'm sure it was Roosevelt, he got to do it. That was a big deal as well. So it's pretty much the same thing that we got here. But what it's doing is giving this to a president that we all impeach because of this scandal. But at this time, during this period, the scandal never happened. So think about that for a second. Scandals never happen. What can we do? Well, the Watchman book elaborates and discusses what happens next. As a matter of fact, in the very beginning of the, uh, <clears throat> the credits, so every movie has a beginning credit scene where it's uh, like we can use the Deadpool 1, uh, Deadpool 2, where he's kind of like James Bond and, you know, you're seeing all the names and stuff. And then you got, you know, you got, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, uh, Celine Dion singing the song like it's a Bond flick. So it's pretty much the same thing. But in this... In this one, for the Watchmen, if you look very closely, keep in mind there's no other superheroes besides the Watchmen. So, with that being said, you got Bruce Wayne never happened. As a matter of fact, I think it was Night Owl who stopped Bruce's parents from getting murdered that, that night. So, Batman never happened. Uh, Superman never happened. All the characters that we know and we love, that we buy comic books for, we go see their movies, um, all that never happened, okay? Because you had this vigilante group called the Minutemen. Now, the Minutemen was their last line of defense. So you had your military. If the military couldn't do it, then you had your last line of defense, which would be the vigilantes or the superheroes. But with that, with that what you're doing is... You're putting yourself in a box because you read the story longer, you realize that superheroes become outlawed. And if you're caught wearing a mask or a cape, you're going straight to jail because they feel like you're taking over. And it's kind of like a, like, let's see, it's like a pissing contest. Okay, you're a superhero. We're the police. You're not going to beat us. We're going to do this. So... With that in mind, that's what you got to keep in mind. So all this stuff that we know and love, all the DC comics we got, Marvel comics, every comic you can think of has never happened. You just have this group called the Minutemen. Now, after the Minutemen gets disbanded, and the Minutemen gets disbanded, uh, they start getting older. You know, that's when they go underground, and that's where you can't see nobody. There's no... Uh, no heroes. There's a few heroes. As a matter of fact, the only hero that you still got is Rorschach, which is the journal, uh, the first journal things that I was reading in the very beginning. Now he's still going at it. He doesn't care about the law. He's going to figure out what's going on. So in the movie, it's the same thing. And that's why I feel like the movie is freaking incredible. And it's a must watch. It's a must see. Visually awesome dialogue great you got some top tier actors it's a freaking phenomenon in my in my opinion it is so yeah i mean you could go on rotten tomatoes and it's getting a 64 percent 
I don't know how Rotten, how Rotten Tomatoes do it, uh, but I, I think it should be guaranteed fresh. You know, it shouldn't be just one green uh, tomato or, you know, 64% people liking it. A lot of people have watched it. I get it, but that doesn't need to happen because with this movie itself, think about all the stuff it went through. Now, this movie was supposed to happen in 1987. Now, that's the best year of all time because that's my birth year. So anything that happened in 1987 was bound to be the best, plain and simple. Super cocky, but hey, is it really cocky if you know it's true? Justin Timberlake. Just thought I'd throw that in there. So 1987 had so it was in a developmental hell, and that's when you had all the people coming and going until Zach, uh, Zach Schneider came, took the reins, and made this movie what it is today now i bought this movie multiple times i bought it when it came out on dvd i bought it when it came out on blu-ray and i even bought it when it came out in 4k i don't have a 4k player but i can't wait till i get one because i got a 4k tv and that's just gonna be fucking amazing i've already said that but i'm gonna say it again so if you guys have not took a took a chance to look into the watchman franchise uh, whether it be the comic book, I mean the graphic novel, or the movie itself, there's plenty of places you can start. Now, I've, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the beginning, but they end up doing. Uh, oh, and then you also, yeah, I did, because then you got the the new HBO, the new HBO show, which is happening in fall, and we still don't know what we're gonna think about it. Now, my thoughts on the teaser trailer is I think it's going to be like a mutiny almost. So you got um, all the followers uh, trying to either, you know, repeal the ban of super her- uh, superheroes and stuff like that. But we won't know until fall. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and cut this to an end. And, you know, it's been a good time. Thanks for vibing with me. Thanks for listening to me talk about pure nonsense if you don't care, it's okay. Thanks for listening. Um, also, what I'm going to do is uh, we have another episode coming about because, uh, you know, HBO got me thinking and me and my wife were talking. And uh, we're going to go ahead and do a, a Game of Thrones thing. Now, we've already watched – well, we are supposed to watch – Game of Thrones, the first episode, and then elaborate. But then we got caught in that vortex where we have been binging. So as soon as we're done with the first season, we're actually going to come back to it, uh, which should be soon, and then we're going to talk about it. As a matter of fact, I got a four-minute clip right after this that I'm going to play. So with that being said, love, peace, comics, I'm out. What's up, Gabe Maniacs? How you doing? It's the one and only Gabe Gomez here with a very special guest, the one, the only, Mrs. Gabe Gomez herself, my wife. Say hi, babe. Hi, guys. So, you know, everyone and their mama has a podcast, so I figured I, since I'm a mama and Mother's Day's around the corner, I'll have a podcast too. Yeah, that works. We could do it. And now we're going to watch... The first episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, well, let me give you an introduction. So, we want to be up on it, <laughs> like they say in the streets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we want to watch Game of Thrones, because if Drake's up on it, we got to be up on it. So, we're here watching the first episode. Pretty trippy. Yeah. Five years later. 
Yeah. We're but, watching episode one. The, season one. So what do you think about the very beginning? <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, the, they Wait, let that they, guy go. Are they chasing him? Oh, that must be somebody else. They kept him alive for, for him to say what happened. That's probably true. So, we're already one minute into this podcast. And, and one minute into Winterfell. This is the name of the episode. Winterfell? Winter, Winterfell. Oh, Winterfell. You know, these words are... Oh, he's got, this guy's a terrible shot. He's obviously not Robin Hood. He can't make it. So I wanted to watch to watch it because everybody's saying it's the best thing in the world. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, the first first what was like ten minutes was pretty good. Yeah, had some mystery, some. Looked like a demon. Yeah. And now the little kid missed the arrow. Oh, spoilers! You guys haven't seen the first episode. Yes. Five years later. Oh, and there's a little girl sewing. Was that the same little girl? That might be that one girl. One so if someone's out there listening to this, please help us. <laughs> yeah, if you know who half these people are, let me know. Because it's the little kid with the arrow again. And which one of you was a marksman at 10? Oh. It must be the dad. What a good dad. See, that's what I would do for my kids if they were doing something wrong. Think too much, There you go. Oh, that was the sister. What a twist. Can you believe this happened right now? The little girl, probably his twin, hit it right off the bat. It just goes to show women are smarter than men. As kids. As kids, not as adults. Well, that's a hot debate. Let's get into it. We ain't got nothing but time. You want to listen to it before we put it on? Yeah. Sure. Uh, you can listen to it. Do you want to see what the first three minutes sounds like? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it looks like they're going to chop this kid's head off. Oh, we're going to start again? I thought we were going to pause and then watch it and then come back and say what we thought. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> I missed it because I was talking to you. Well, don't talk to me. Just watch it. And just talk. Rewind it. Where's the Where's the controller? Well, he chopped his head off. But why though? That's the guy who knows what happened. Maybe he's cursed. Oh, maybe he's cursed. Oh, remember what the guy said in the beginning? He said, "Oh, then they'll cut your head off for treason." That's probably what happened. This little guy's not ready for this right here. He's not ready. You want ice cream? No ice cream. So, like I said, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we're going to go ahead and elaborate more on the Game of Thrones thing. And also, as soon as I get a chance... And we get to watching The Watchmen. We will talk about it again. Now, if you guys have any other questions, what you can do is you can go on YouTube. You could type in Comics Explained. 
and you can get like more information there. Like if there's like more stuff you want to hear. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's more things I'm going to talk about uh, about Watchmen because they also did a crossover with the DC super uh, with the DC superheroes, and it's called Doomsday Clock. And it's just, it. so far, this thing is freaking amazing. So as soon as I get all that together and all my research done, I will talk about that. But if you guys want to find out what's going on with that right now, what you can do is go to YouTube, type in Comics Explained. You'll see this guy pop up. His name's Rob. Feel free to listen to all his all his comic content, everything he's doing. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. I hope he's a listener. If he is, thanks for listening, Rob. You know the words, bro. Peace. But um, I'm glad you guys are here. So stay tuned. Keep on listening. And remember, I love you guys. And thank you for everything. Later.